Good old-fashioned values, folks. We are back in South Park, and we're talking about season seven, the season of the Iraq yeah, War. We are and going down to South Park, and we are going to have ourselves a time. The season of the Iraq War, and really the peak of the Bush years. And I gotta say, season seven, I really, really liked it. It's very inconsistent, we're gonna talk about, because there are some really weak episodes this season, and the, the limits of their psychotic production schedule really get pushed on a couple episodes. But at yeah. the same time, there are a handful of episodes this season that are as good as anything they've ever done. So it's, Oh, no. It's one of the funniest seasons they've put out. It's also like one of the preachiest seasons they've put yeah. out. And, and I don't and, know if those always know how to coexist. And yeah. also, in some ways, some of the most mm, seasons they've ever put yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, it it we'll contains multiple. Hey, did you guys know that into. smoking is actually good? Yeah. No, that episode was one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pro that episode. No, it's a good episode, but also like... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with smoking. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that it's so funny like how many of their like just predictions have aged poorly like global warming yeah. and then just like secondhand smoke has no like negative side effects or whatever. It's yeah. so funny. Or, like when... Mormons are like good people and like yeah. we should respect them. Yeah. And and also we we return to uh somehow one of animation's favorite reoccurring topics ty i talked about this with spencer do you know what it is ty no indian casinos yeah somehow animated shows keep making us fucking talk about indian casinos Uh, i thought you were gonna say like like dropping an anvil on someone or like dropping a safe on someone and the safe dropping a piano on them and shaped like a square yeah (laughs) dropping a piano on someone then like they poke out of the piano and all their teeth are like the white and black keys of the piano and they play oh my darling uh, clementine on their teeth Or like, yeah, getting hit by like a big girder from a building and then like they're pancaked under it and they walk around like an accordion. Yeah. Yeah. Or like but... getting hit on the head and then there's like a bunch of birds flying around it and then one of the birds like talks to them and it's uh and it's very funny. So I thought you were going in that direction, but I see I see where you're coming from now. Yeah. Uh yeah. we'll talk about it in the back half, but this season makes a lot of really yeah. risky swings. When it comes yes. to like yeah. racial humor, yeah, like, like painting are. like a tunnel on a wall, and then like being like, "Oh, you can run through the tunnel," but then like they actually can <laughs> run through the tunnel, and then when you try it, you smash into the wall because like you didn't believe hard enough that it was a tunnel or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, they take a lot of risks with regards to racial humor. I feel like they almost knew <laughs> that the like the writing was on the wall. Like they can't they yeah. can't make these jokes much longer, so they're just like. They, cramming them all they in. knew racism was almost over yeah <laughs> yeah racism would end in 2005 yeah so they, they 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 are really going for it there are so many episodes this season that i i'm loath to say you couldn't make today but you couldn't even pitch in a writer's yeah. room today without getting fired <laughs> like some of them and the yeah. thing is is that they're not all bad like the the cripples episode consistently fucking makes me die laughing 
as horrifically offensive as it is, I think it's honestly funny just because of how like fucking just tasteless it is the whole way through. It 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 honestly just loops back into just transcendence. And they really do just yeah. go like all over the place. They are just like constantly thumbing their nose in PC sensibilities everywhere. And I'll be honest, the season is funny enough that I kind of longed for uh, uh, something like South Park to be around that's like culturally relevant and like actually does kind of it's, irritate yeah. le- liberal sensibilities. Yeah, it's vaguely like right wing. Yeah. 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 I mean, we talk- like, legitimately, there should be like a, at the very least, like a right wing Colbert or yeah. something. There should like be. Like an actually right wing well, Colbert. Yeah. And who's as funny as Colbert was. I think I think I mentioned this. Uh, I forget if it was on recording or not before, but they've tried that a lot, and it has never fucking worked. So that's well, yeah, because they always get not yeah. funny people for it. But I don't know. I think the culture might be ready for it. No, we need we need a, we need another vaguely right wing cultural juggernaut to counteract all the Ted Lassos of the world and all the yeah. Bojacks of the world. We need something that like kind we need of... Tuca and Birdie for guys who have cryptocurrency. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yep. I get it. Yeah. Um, no, and I, I, I did kind of find myself yearning for that because when this show isn't being insanely preachy, it's really funny and it's it's really it some of the satire in this season does kind of draw blood in a way you don't really see anymore. Like there is some actually pretty like pretty provocative stuff in it. And uh, I I really dug that. I also really think that to pivot off that this season it really, really amps up just how fucking evil Cartman is. <laughs> like, yeah. he is yeah. just a villain this season, straight up. Just a complete... I don't know. Just a complete psycho. I, I don't know if this is really, like, that much worse than, like, the... Um, than than, than what we've gotten over the past two seasons I, since Scott Tennerman. But it's a lot more consistent this season. Yeah, I think Cartman in this season is less like cruel and more like elaborately villainous or whatever yeah like, yeah he, he's more theatrical and yeah then, like and he, he's not he's not like anton chigurh but he is like dick dastardly yeah yeah i i i just noticed because like every single episode there's like a great recurring gag where like they have to come up with a plan and cartman's is always like all right so we'll kill kyle and then well yeah it's it's i just okay uh, so we'll hijack a plane <laughs> and then <laughs> Okay, so we'll get 13 guys and we'll all go to flight school. And then... <laughs> yeah, no. Carbon is very, uh, very dastardly yeah. this season, but he does get a big step up. And Randy is also really coming into the spotlight. Randy is really fucking just. Yeah. just... He gets like at least like three show pieces this season. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gets to simultaneously. He gets to be like, I don't know. He's the sort of liberal mouth, like the, not the mouthpiece, but he's like sort of like the liberal straw man of the show, basically. And I think that it kind of works in this just because, like, they're really good. That Matt and Trey, whatever you think of them, are, like, masters of the idiot plot where, like, the whole plot just pivots off people being insanely fucking stupid. And yeah. I, the way they have and, Randy... But it's, like, still somehow makes sense. Yeah. In, like, I, I think it's... Very, I think like, it's... Yeah, dumb guy logic way. Yeah. Sure. I think they They're pull it off and it, it never bothered me because, one, Randy's really funny this season. Yeah. But, two, because they never make it, like... Like Randy's never a fucking asshole. He's he's always just very clearly stupid this season. Yeah. So that's or or stupid by their standards. So like it's it's what's something that should bug me just doesn't. 
uh, I guess is what. Yeah, I'm no, say. absolutely. And he he just gets all those like sort of great like he gets all like the kind of smug, arrogant adult moments, which pivots off the kids really nicely. Where the episode we're in uh, Red Man's Greed when he just like loses like all of the money, <laughs> and Stan is just like chewing him out, and he's just like Stan. You just don't understand the finer points of gambling. There's just a wonderful <laughs> yeah. moron logic. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep going if you're on a winning streak. <laughs> and he's like, you, you won one game. <laughs> it's like Stan. Okay, all right. Yeah. Or, uh, God, or like in the Gray Dawn episode where the reason why they can't stop the old people is that they get up so early. It's just yeah. so good. <laughs> it's just such a good little bit. Like they're just so good at like. These, like, plots that just pivot off, like, mass stupidity, and they're really, really good at just selling that. I, I really yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I, I, I think that as they go on, they, like, they're able to find a way to break away from, like, the kind of goofier, stupid plots of the earlier ones and get to, like, a, like a really cohesive, like, you know, yeah. fucking, like, town-wide stupidity that they're able to get a lot out of. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is... And and they satirize it a bit in the 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 smoking episode, but like man, South Park loves forming angry mobs this season. I mean, they always did, but this season feels more than usual. Even. Yeah, you hear a lot um, of the rabble, rabble, rabble. Uh, yes, throughout, which yeah. good bit, honestly, really good bit. Rabble, rabble. So I we liked I. We all like this. Uh, there's, so, there's so many hamburgers in this small <laughs> mountain town. <laughs> um. There's um. I, yeah, I, we all liked this season, I think, but I, I think we're also in agreement that this is an insanely fucking preachy season. Like, yes, yeah. they they even maybe have, the most they've done yet. They they even have to like in a in butt out. They even have to like kind of point out how this is all like kind of formulaic. But they they like more than usual. They are really really just like as much as Matt and Trey insist they don't go into an episode with like some like broader agenda and they just kind of want to make fun of stuff like, Oh my God, this season is just like every single episode ends with just like a big speech about like, well, here's why we're right. And it's the, the only person who is, who is more fucking guilty of doing ripped from the headlines, TV writing uh, in America than Matt and Trey is goddamn Dick Wolf. That mm. is like the only uh, yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. So so them saying that is like come the fuck on. Yeah. Come the fuck on, guys. Yeah, no. It is it, it's so funny because they hate how li like their big bone with liberals is that they tell people how to live and like watching this season of South Park, I felt like I was getting lectured by like my libertarian uncle. It's just like you guys are so fucking stupid about this shit. No, it's and like it's still very funny. Like they're still very talented comedians, but yeah, like Half the time it feels like the guy you work with who's like 37 and really, really into Bitcoin is like made you a TV show. Yeah. It's like, okay, we, we get it, man. I've read these arguments online enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. And especially with the benefit of hindsight, some of the like stuff they're smug about is so fucking funny. Just like... Being smug that secondhand smoke doesn't do anything. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Or being or being smug about like, you know, that the like the about the Iraq war fucking like, you know, oh, it's part of America. It's like every single thing that they're just like take like kind of get up on their high chair about this season, they were fucking wrong about. And it's a strength to how funny they are that it doesn't really matter. But oh my yeah. god. Yeah. It's just like also yeah, just 
on the topic, it, it, they are maybe the last people who can make a case against metrosexuals. It's very <laughs> funny that they put them in their targets. Yeah. Well, I mean, their problem with the metrosexuals yeah. is that they're gay. Is that they don't actually kiss their friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're... if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna act like a gay guy, go all the way and fuck your creative partner. <laughs> fuck your creative partner and wear drag to award shows. <laughs> Yeah, no, Matt, Matt, uh, Trey Parker just fucking saw like a bunch of metrosexuals walking around. He's like, hey, no fair. I've been doing that since the 90s. I've been fucking wearing dresses and being little fruit for 20 years now, and they can't do this. Man. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, where's, where's, where's Queer Eye for the Bicurious guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, theater Kids Against Metrosexuals is a united front. Just fucking yeah, stand exactly. Out there. That episode where, uh, that episode... Yeah, that makes sense, actually, because metrosexual theater kids are literally the Antichrist. Yeah, no, they're <laughs> like, so uh, Like, fucking, like, every guy who looks like Darren Chris could probably kill you without blinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. So, you know what, that's, no, a, that's, a, good, that's a good tacky. I gotta say, that yeah. episode where, uh... Kyle and Stan's uh, dads, the episode where they jack off in the hot tub together, that absolutely happened to Matt and Trey, but, like, they just straight up, they straight up, like, they just... Yeah, but they thought it was cool. They thought it was good. They just did it, like, they do it all the time instead. Yeah, they were, they were like, yeah, that rocks. <laughs> yeah, in the episode, they're, like, feeling guilty about it. As soon as they were done, they hopped back into whatever party they were at. It's like, we just beat off in the hot tub together. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Straight guys love doing mutual masturbation once and then thinking it was a life-changing experience. Yeah, it's LSD for guys folks, who are like 45. Folks, you hear about you hear about this? Oh man, no. You you hear about this? How how straight guys how straight guys like the jerk off next to each other? You know, you you we we made fun of uh Seth for his like firing back at Matt and Trey was like they're gay, you know. They the, that was they we thought that was lazy but yeah. the more I fucking watch South Park and all the projects they were in, I was like, "Okay, but he was kind of right though. Like he kind of snapped." I mean, <laughs> yeah. He he was right. It just rang untrue coming yeah. from Seth. They're gay in different ways. Like I I think that if someone else had done it, it would be like all right, yeah, you got a point. But when Seth does it, it's like, oh, really? They're you put gay? it best when you said yeah, that. Yeah, tell me more, man. When, yeah, uh, keep going. When Seth is the the world's straightest gay guy, and Matt and Trey are the world's gayest straight guys. World's gayest straight guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God bless all of them. That's why they don't get God along. God bless all of them. They, they deserve each other. Oh, man. Uh, do we, what, more broadly, like, what, what do we think about this season? Since I, 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 it is sort of a continuation of the previous ones. Like the same problems are there, the preachiness, the same strengths. Yeah. Um I like it. I there were a couple like big belly laughs I got out of yeah. out of it. Although I like I think it is going into the more clever than funny direction that it's been inching towards for like yeah. a couple seasons yeah, at this definitely. point. Yeah. But I don't know if that's ultimately like a terrible thing because like it's it is like clever enough especially for like the time it came out like literally what like 18 years ago like it's clever enough that i give them credit for it even if like i don't find it as funny as maybe like a season four or five or whatever yeah. but like yeah i agree with that. i enjoyed watching it yeah I, it was never difficult to watch I, I don't know i feel like this this episode did this or sorry this season did have a lot of really good jokes in it but it what i think uh season seven felt like is 
you could also maybe make this argument about season six, but this really felt like, okay, South Park has finally entered a comfortable status quo. Yeah. I, I do know that they definitely deliberately try and change it a bit more than other animated shows going forward. So I'm seeing how, how they change it. But this feels like the popular consensus of what South Park is. Like what people think of yeah. when they hear the name. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I, I also got to say broadly. It's like this is like the quintessential South Park or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I got to say I liked a lot of the celeb cattiness stuff last season. Like, you know, the making fun of Russell Crowe. But... The celeb stuff this season was just really tedious. It's some of the weakest part. Yeah. yeah. Like the Rob Reiner thing, you should be arrested for like making that the focal point of the fucking episode. Yeah. Especially since Especially the episode like, starts so maybe, strong. Maybe it was like, yeah, people cared about him more in 2003, but like, I don't know who Rob Reiner is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's very. Was he just like a thrift store John Candy or like? No, he's a he's like on? a director. He directed like Princess Bride. Um, oh shit! Did he really? Yeah, he did yes. Princess Bride, Stand by Spinal Me, Spinal Tap. Damn. Okay. Spinal Tap. Oh fuck! Yeah, he was a yeah. really big Hollywood. Why did I director. not recognize his name? He's reportedly a fucking God asshole, damn. but he's very. Uh, I've listened to like interviews with him. No, he's very this funny. this dude made a lot of great stuff. Yeah, he um. Apparently, Fuck. he took the episode pretty well. He said that he thought the episode was really funny, although he's not quite that fat. Which, <laughs> sure thing, man. <laughs> That's the ideal response to, to a yeah. contrary opinion. Just be like, yeah. Yeah. But, no, he, he uh... The, the stuff that really just was like, oh, God, was the Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez stuff. Like, that was just so... That... I actually like that. Really? Uh, like, the, the real J-Lo was, like, I could give or take. But, like, all of the stuff between, like, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, I, that really, really got me. It is funny that, like... It's just like he, he has to jack off Ben Affleck and he just like has like Ben Affleck's cum all over. Yeah. Like Cardman just gets molested 100,000 times yeah. throughout the show. Um, yeah. Every season has one instance of Cartman getting like absolutely to catch a predator. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, it, but I don't know. I, I like the stuff with like J-Lo because like especially it, it works so well for like the, you know, turn at the end of the episode, but also like how much of it feels like he's genuinely like fighting with this diva who like is attached to his body. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think we're talking about that in the back app. So I just want to put my phone no, yeah. and say, I really, that, that was one of my favorite yeah. episodes. Of the We've season. also got to put another one up on the board of stuff from the mid two thousands where guys are like, think that it's an, that it's bad when women have a big ass, <laughs> like their whole thing is like Jennifer Lopez yeah. ass is humongous. And then I was just like, yeah, well, this one's gonna age that's, well, and that's the that's the worst thing a woman can do besides, <laughs> I don't know, false rape accusations. <laughs> yeah. What were guys mad about that? Yeah, then? no, it's like it's like when like it's like in Rosemary's Baby when Mia Farrow gets a pixie cut, and then like all of her like all the guys in the oh, movie that's a, yeah. are just like yeah yeah. yeah. Oh. It's, has she has she gotten the vapors? And it's just like nowadays, like every girl yeah. has that, and I will kill myself if I no, don't. Yeah, have that's that so too. funny. It's like yeah, back then, like the ugliest thing you could be is like a fucking like yeah, like a girl with short hair and a big ass who like wears be too baggy clothing. And these days, it's like if you do that, you will make four hundred million dollars on OnlyFans. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like you if you if you were a Brooklyn Nine in like nineteen sixty five. You, you, they would try to put they, you in you an institution. You would be killed as a witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's they so would, fun. Yeah. Yeah. They no. would, they would get fucking Goody Proctor on your ass. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. 
Yeah, no, but there there is a lot of like kind of weak celeb stuff throughout this. Just just uh, I don't know. It, it they're straining for like a, it feels like they're straining for a topicality that they don't really need. And I think also part of South Park's reputation is that it's like a celeb gossip show, basically. And it wasn't really always that, but like it kept having really big episodes that did make fun of that stuff. And like, right. I think a real and big turning just... point was the Scientology episode later. Like that episode yeah. was so huge. And the Mel Gibson right. episode, that was the point where it's like, this is the show where they make fun of celebs. And right. that's just like not ultimately their strong suit, despite how like enjoyably catty they can be. Yeah. And like, and it's not like they all, like it's always bad. Like they have a lot of like interesting takes on it, but like it just, it doesn't, it's not consistent enough to make that like their only output. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, a, a lot of the best episodes of the season were the the smaller scale ones. Yeah, like uh, Casa Bonita, we're going to yep. talk about. That's a really, like, kind of a small story. Yeah. Um, I really think fucking, uh, which one? Oh, Christian Little Rock Crime Hard. Little Crime Stoppers was a good one. Little Crime Stoppers, Christian Rock Hard, Grey Dawn, all of those, yeah. like, kind of... I guess Christian Rock Hard does have, like, stuff with celebrities in it, and that's the weak half of the episode, but, like, the stuff where Cartman's just a Christian musician is just right it's like one of the most inspired bits in the history of the show especially the songs where it's just like i want jesus to come all over my face yeah i don't think we're talking oh sorry yeah i was just gonna say that was one of the bits that i heard of before watching this season so. yeah yeah it's so good yeah I, good I don't think we're talking about it in the back half but raisins is like maybe like the first like really emotionally resonant episode they did yeah I, like i yeah. i think like that lays the groundwork for like a lot of the you're getting old stuff that like yeah you know comes yeah. in in later seasons and the butters like conversion therapy episode like yeah they yeah they could actually do like kind of darker stuff and this is a this they I, they get a really good balance here i think they they like have a really good point i wonder if trey parker got dumped <laughs> around this time because it feels like something that someone who's just out of a relationship would do yeah i don't i don't know but like it, it, it was, like, a lot more, like, emotionally resonant than a lot of the stuff they have made before or since, I feel like. Like, the whole the whole little speech that Butters gives is, like, legitimately, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Poor Butters. Yeah. Poor yeah. Butters. Good, yeah. No, yeah. but also, but also Butters is, like, he's the, he's the, it's funny, he's the only good person in South Park. It's, like, him and yeah. Mr. Slave are the only... <laughs> him, Mr. Slave, Big Gay Al are the only nice people in the entire town of South Park. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's just got this like kind of precious innocence about him that I got to say makes yeah. this episode really hard for me to watch because him seeing him just get strung yeah, along by the Yeah. It, no, well, you know, uh, once again, once again, uh Yeah, sorry. Once again, Lucy just, has taken I mean, that football from me. You got to keep an eye me. out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just I just seeing him it's just like, like kind of get It's like if you were playing Minesweeper and just started clicking randomly. Just him seeing him get strung along by that girl is just tough to watch. Yeah, but it does pay off nicely when he you so often when he yeah. brings that girl um when he brings the girl there and, and the parents are just like you should be out curing cancer and then the girl just says i had a cancer <laughs> sore on my lap once it's so fucking mean but like i don't God. know it cracked me up yeah it, it, it is a really good and nice like kind of emotionally resonant episode i think um it it's also such just a funny idea of it's just like what if there was hooters but for 10 year old girls <laughs> like that's just such a fucking depraved idea that it's really funny that they just put it in yeah. the show 
Yeah, it's it sucks. It's it's like not cool at yeah. all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ty was just like yeah. Ty just saw that episode and was just like just googling like incognito mode. Okay, is raisins actually real? Did raisins exist? I was wa- I was watching this and then like uh, I was watching this and then immediately sent to the group chat. Hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. Dot gif. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm di- folks. I'm just kidding. Yeah. The, some of the stuff that they get away with with like kids in the show is like like Cartman getting molested, obviously, but they. Oh, but yeah. They just give, like, every single 10-year-old girl in this camel toe. Like, they just have, like, they just have women, like, like 10-year-old girls with their pussies out in this episode. And it's like, <laughs> all right, well, I guess they were uh, okay with that on Comedy Central. I, I guess they couldn't get canceled for that yet. Yeah. <laughs> all right, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for them, question mark? Yeah, no, they, they yeah. get... Or, God, we didn't talk about, like, Bebe's boobs destroy society, but, like, that episode, if you did that shit now, like, all the Pizzagate you people would, get would, like, killed. Yeah. Pizzagate people would assault on Precinct 13 Comedy Central's office. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> it's so funny that they just, like, could do that back in the day, and now they, you, you would get murdered 100,000 times. Yeah. You would get sent so much anthrax that they couldn't fit it through the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it uh I mean it's tough to watch those episodes but like man I uh after like the cuties controversy they they would really just like let you have it. <laughs> Although I I got to say I was really I through watching these episodes I was cracking up to myself and the the hypothetical person I'm describing is not me. Uh, there are no monitors, mirrors, and rubber and or glue involved. But I was cracking up about, like, a pedophile who gets really into, like, South Park yaoi. And the South Park episodes... The South Park episodes where they, they're, they're, the kids get, like, molested or whatever. I was just thinking about that and going, like, it would be depraved if that person... That's existed. him from the future. That's him from the future. And he came back in time in a time machine. And that's him. The points for creativity, Ty. Po- points for creativity. <laughs> He saw a time machine in the year 2085, and he came back to this present time, and Spencer saw him, and he was all like, hey, who's that pedophile watching South Park and getting hard? But he didn't know it was actually him from the future. He came back because they don't have South Park in the future anymore, and so this was the only time he could watch it and get turned on. (laughs) All right, well, uh, do we have anything else to say about the second half of the episode? I don't think we're talking about crazy cripples in the back half, but I will say that it feels like it should not have taken them seven seasons to finally make one of their white characters say the N-word. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels like they were they really wanted that, like, by season two. Jimmy gets to not only drop the N-bomb this season, but he they pull off the, you're a cunt, 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 cunt. Yeah. They, they, that Continue. wasn't censored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have to Jimmy censor get, that. Jimmy gets a lot of good material this season. Yeah. It's insane how much more attention Jimmy got than Timmy like in the season and a half since he started. Yeah. Wow, it's almost like having a character that can say dialogue. <laughs> Who can talk. Yeah. yeah. It's beneficial. Yeah. It <laughs> also helps that like Jimmy like oh, doesn't feel like quite as mean spirited as Timmy does. Like Timmy is just like Yeah, like he actually has a character. Yeah. Like outside of just being a, a stereotype of a disabled person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a more sophisticated ableism. But yeah, no, it, 
the the first instance that like Jimmy just dropped that casually, I fucking wheezed out laughing. <laughs> just goddamn the delivery there is so perfect. The, and honestly, like the yeah. whole the whole concept of that episode is so ludicrously offensive that it just consistently brings me to tears. Like, I don't know it. They, a lot of the time yeah. they can't thread. It's because you're crying because of how mean you think it is. A lot of the times they can't like thread the needle that well, but like I think they do like kind of a perfect job that episode about it. Yeah, I also I just speaking of that episode, I don't want to like I, I respect Matt and Trey a lot, and like I I don't want to bandy about accusations. Like it may very well have been uh uh you know just a case of parallel thinking but i will say that th- them having jimmy stewart on that episode who is also <laughs> professor x who is also uh, <laughs> who is also lieutenant dan from forrest gump like it did feel like maybe they had listened to the podcast yeah yeah the christopher yeah. reeve stuff that episode is so fucking mean it's really funny. yeah it's really so, <laughs> it's so cruel like yeah, i can't believe this motherfucker wants to stop being completely paralyzed yeah. from the neck down. yeah apparently like i read what an the, asshole i read through the episode and they were like are we going too far and then i think they saw an interview with him on larry king and they were like yeah fuck this guy this guy wants everyone to help him and it was like i yeah, I, I would too. If I could like only he move, he would my... die if you didn't help him. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, if like, I could only move my, he literally eye... cannot feed himself because his hands don't move. Matt, Matt, and Trey look at an interview and are just like, "How fucking dare Michael J. Fox want to stand still? How fucking dare him?" Yeah, it's seriously like they were just like, "This guy wants to make his problem everyone else's problem," and it's like. You know, if I was locked in a prison my entire life, a prison of my own body, I probably would too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also it's very funny because like, like two seasons earlier, they were like very pro stem cell use. That is true. Which is but... like they saw a guy who they didn't like using them. They're like, this motherfucker has changed our mind about it. The thing is, I think they are still pro stem cell use. They just hate yeah. Christopher Reeve. <laughs> They're just so... anti-Christopher Reeve. They just hate him so much. It's just like, yeah, and you're killing babies, which is totally fine to do. If you're not fucking yeah. Christopher Reeve, you pussy. Yeah, they really hated the remake of Rear Window. <laughs> yeah. Damn, now that I think about it, this episode was right. This episode was right to do all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, like, the I thing know about it's... Christopher Reeve is like, he, he was a very talented performer and like, it is a shame what happened to him, but like, the least he could have done is got really good at science. <laughs> yeah. I don't, if you want to feel less bad about this episode, know that he was like kind of pro-Israel because Israel was more receptive to stem cell research stuff. So, yeah, no, what fuck him. What a great transition. Yeah, fuck you, you 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 uh, Zionist who's trapped in a prison of your own yeah. mind for your entire life. Yeah, and also if you if you were if you're still like, well, that's not enough to cancel him over. Like he probably was a turf. Also, it's like <laughs> fuck you, yeah. fascist. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, anti-Palestinian f- turf fascist. Yeah. Who can't walk? He 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 act. Yeah, people don't actually know, but Christopher Reeve uh, broke his, all of his legs and bones and body because um, he was he was trying to protest uh, bathroom stuff or whatever. He was he was protesting so hard that he fe- he fell into a. I don't know. <laughs> He was he was bad probably. <laughs> Ooh, that was he uh, sucks. That was, uh, that was another home run from uh, Bobo. I'm the Jerry Lewis of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, yeah. we're going to go to the back half. But yeah. um, In that I'm not funny, but people in France would probably love me if I ever went over there. <laughs> yeah. All right, see you then. Yeah. Later. If you leave it now, you'll take away the biggest part of me. back and um have you ever heard of a little thing called the iraq war it's not good and matt and trey have a take on it in i'm a little bit like world war ii yeah it's uh i'm a little bit country and this is their 100th episode and uh it's up there with osama bin laden has farty pants as like one of the most like (laughs) one of their yeah, most m- most politically misfiring episodes. One of those just yeah. well, not just misfiring, but like incoherent. Like it, it feels like half the like writing team was just like it, it. I legitimately cannot discern what the fuck they are even trying to say. No, I, I think I can say. I think it's pretty coherent. What are they saying? They're saying shut up and stop talking about the war. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Which, to be fair, was like the American view on the Iraq war set like from about 2003 to like when it ended, <laughs> like that was the, Oh, that was for most of its existence, like the prevailing yeah. take on the Iraq war. So good on them for getting there early. Yeah. It, it is yeah. really like one of their most, just like, it's clear. You can see the pathology there because they obviously don't support the Iraq war. They obviously, they're, you know, they're libertarians. They right. don't want to go to war with Iraq. But they're also surrounded by Hollywood libs, and they hate Hollywood libs. And they they also love, like, kind of redneck country culture. And they want to... Right. They want to, like, kind of... They like being, like, anti, the anti-elitists in Hollywood. So they're really trying to split it both ways. Like, how can we say that we're cool with people who support the Iraq War without supporting the Iraq War? And they kind of just come up with this weird hodgepodge of shit like, uh, the founding fathers, the two-party system. It is, I honestly would respect it more if they just went the man bear pig route and were just dead wrong. Like if they just did an episode about how we need to go to war with Iraq, I would probably like it more than this because this is just such a cowardly little hedge. 
Well, yeah, and it's it's one of those things where it's like it truly comes down to like they can't decide whether or not they want to like have an actual political take or if they just want to piss off the people who annoy them. Yeah, and they, yeah, they kind of like go straight down the missile or the middle, and it never like it, it doesn't cohere. It doesn't straight make down the missile sense. is an Andy saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, we're going straight down the missile folks we're yeah going straight down <laughs> yeah it rolls right off andy's tongue do you like do you hate me or something yeah yes i do <laughs> i do hate you oh quite man i can't imagine okay. why he would feel that way about you ty no reason at all <laughs> yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah i'm like i'm like uh, i'm like butters at the end of the christian rock episode <laughs> where he just goes fuck you eric and just walks away <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's uh, a they they just don't know what the hell they're doing this episode. It, it it I again, I can handle them being wrong. I just can't handle them like just being like. Uh, I I don't know. I at least thought the the uh, the, the ending uh, doesn't really tie tie itself like together that well. But I did think like the initial premise of I do think the uh, the the premise of Cartman trying to hack his way through school by by. By getting a fucking prophetic dream about 1776 is at least a cute concept. I just you know this is yeah this is not a good it a is good cute. episode in the end. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good episode. I thought I liked the song thing that they did. The song was catchy. I the recurring joke about you can just get out is pretty funny. But yeah, and and I will say that like we are taking them to task over like the dumb political opinions they have in this. It's like, it is dumb, but like, I do feel they at least like make an, an attempt to subvert it at the end by being like, Oh, it's, you know, it's cause America's hypocrites or whatever, which like, it's not, I think it's a little like too little too late, but it's like, at least it's like, they're aware that just being like both sides are annoying, especially on like an issue that divisive would be like not well received. So they had to be like, okay, we'll throw something in. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's what I was talking about, like, the limits of their, like, their six-day process, because, like, episodes like this and South Park is gay, like, they really just needed more time to figure out what the fuck they were doing, because, like, you know, South Park is gay has the crab people throw at the end, and this one, like, again, this one, and a lot of episodes this season really do feel like they were written on gas station speed in 40, like, in 45 minutes, and, you know, it works for them sometimes, but sometimes they just, like, you know, it's just completely incoherent. One of the things I also liked was it wasn't that big of a difference, but uh, in the the flashback stuff, it, it it felt like there was a slightly different like art style for uh, seventeen seventy six. Yeah, like it looked a little different. They at least put work into it, but yeah, no, it's 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 not their high point of the season. Definitely. No. Yeah, no, this one is just such a tedious episode. Even as like a teenage libertarian South Park fan, I thought this episode sucked. So, one of their big misfires, I think. But we're going to move on to Red Man's Greed, which uh, is their kind of take on Native American casinos. And I look, I think it's definitely the best of the Native American episodes we pro- yeah. talked about on this show. I think it's it, probably the best. It's hard to get. Maybe the, the American thing about Matt and Trey is that a lot of the time it's hard to get mad at them because it seems like they they like. It, it. I think they do like the 
libertarian version of like the Marvel wink and nod dialogue or yeah, whatever. They're... It's like it's clear that they know that the joke is kind of lame, but at the same time you have to be like, okay, but how much of that is the joke? And even if that is the joke, like does it, you know, make it does that make it like worthwhile yeah. even if like it's not particularly funny? And I think that's what like makes it hard to judge things like this. Cause like even from the start when it's like, you know, oh chief premise will run and then like once it's like the episode's two thirds over, it's like, oh with there's a character called premise running thin get it we know that yeah. the premise is you know kind of running thin. like we we know that this one for one allegory is like kind of getting you know it has been like on the nose the whole time but it's like yeah. it's difficult to come to a conclusion of like okay but is that like is that enough to like save the episode or is the fact that it's like still not super funny like in those parts like does that still work against it or whatever it it's tricky yeah I yeah it is tricky. I think yeah. that this one is better than most of the stuff we've carried most of the stuff that we've done in part because it's very aware of what it's doing. Like the family guy stuff is just like kind of racist and venomous and then occasionally yes. just like lampshades. Where, this one is this like is... this one like the butt, the butt of the joke is usually like white people and it's usually like them for yeah. being like yeah. clueless about the way this country has like kind of just ravaged the native population. While also just being like, well, they have casinos now. That means that they, they, they're they living it up. Right. So, I but yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't even know, but, like, yeah, the whole joke is just every time the Native Americans do something, they, like, turn to the audience and wink and be like, get it? We did that to them. That's actually a thing that we did. Yeah. Do you get it? And, like, the fact that they're acknowledging that is, like, it's better than it could be, but also, like, it's, yeah. It, it's, that that's really, like, does, like the episode has more jokes, but that's like the primary joke of the episode, and like yeah. whether or not you think the episode is good depends on how much mileage you can get out of that. Yeah, I, I think... would say thinking it over, I kind of actually think the Amer American Dad Native American episode is pulled this this kind of like uh, entitled like stupid uh, yeah. angle off a bit better. But you know, they're right. at least deliberate about this, which yeah. is something at least, as opposed to fucking Seth. Yeah. I th this this is this is like a very deliberate flip on stereotypes and it doesn't thread the needle perfectly but I think that I'm more positive on it than most just because it, it seems to know what it's doing at the very least the joke the one joke does kind of run thin pretty fast though is the real problem like I, I think yeah. that if this episode was funnier it would get more of a pass from all of us but yeah. it, it's not it's right it, it really just doesn't know where to go aside from we're gonna just you know do this we're just gonna flip this all one to one so yeah i i i agree with you all there i i don't hate it but i think that it it needed like another like once over basically i think yeah that's a good way of looking at it yeah uh, yeah i i'm not going to like i'm going to reserve judgment on it because legitimately like I think it is a person-by-person person thing, whether or not the episode works. Mm. Like, like I, I truly think that, like, you have to determine for yourself, like, whether or not them recognizing that the premise is running thin is part of the joke or is kind of cope on their end. And yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think we're in a place to tell you whether or not, like, you know, whether that works for you or not. Yeah. But then again, we're not in a place to tell you if any of yeah, this shit tell works you because, like, we're not good at <laughs> yeah. reviewing we have media, several yeah. nails in our brain. Yeah. I think I'm pretty good at reviewing. I'm just not good at reviewing in a podcast format where one of my co-hosts is an imp determined to ruin my life. Oh, he's right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But 
if we're mixed on that episode, I don't have anything but positive things to say about Casa Benito, which is classic, which all is timer. just all one timer. of the best episodes they've ever done. Basically a perfect episode. I think it, 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 yeah, it just hits this one. It's like I said, really simple premise is just, you know, make Cartman do something evil and then kind of amp up the antics as it goes along. It's so funny. I'm just like, there's, it's hard to say Like, it's just perfectly it's structured. Just, yeah. It's not even like complexly funny or whatever. Like, yeah. it's not like they, there's like a whole meta element to it that like we can dig into. It's just a well-written episode that has a lot of good jokes and pr- paces itself perfectly. Yeah. It, and also, uh, uh you might as well get this out of the way earlier. I love the fact that they based this on a real, like, fucking Denver restaurant yeah. that they went to all the time. Oh, but, kids. by the way, Casa Bonita, go, like, it made, like, more than maybe anything else they've ever done, it makes sense that Cartman would go to this length to go there, because it sounds like paradise for children. Yeah. It sounds yeah. so fucking cool. Um, no, it's, a, it's as a like matter of fact, Disney Matt Trey fucking bought the episode, food. bought the place. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was a very sweet thing. Like if you, yeah, if you can go find on YouTube or whatever, like them talking about buying the last of the Casa Bonita restaurants. Cause they had like really fond memories of it as a kid. And like the episode got a lot of positive feedback. It's, it's cute. Yeah, no, it is. It's cute. And like, also like apparently they reached out to the owner of the restaurant at the time. and was like, can we do this? And he wasn't sure because they know how like vicious they can be. And he was like, right. no, we, we love this restaurant. We're going to just do something fun with it. Yeah, it rocks. And it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. It's just great. There's all these great, li- great little details along the way, you know, like the butter singing, if you leave me now in the fucking state. <laughs> yeah. And Really, this is just a great character episode for Cartman. Like, this is just such a great little, like, just... You get to see all of his sociopathy just like, completely turn its gears. And the ending where he just, like... <laughs> Two-minute run. Yeah, he gets two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes at Casa Bonita, and he ruins everything for everyone. And he yeah. asks if it's worth it, and he says, He's just stealing, totally. stealing things off people's plates, just, like, jumping off the big waterfall. He's just a little monster. Just taking the yeah. the last two minutes of uh, of this episode and putting summoning salt music over on the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just sped run Casa Bonita. It's yeah. I don't know. No, I, I I really. It's hard to even think of like what to say about this episode since it's so fucking perfect. Just like the way well, we can talk about butters. Yeah, the way butters <laughs> gets about- manipulated is so great. Like, <laughs> just I'm just like just in the bunker. Yeah, Eric. Uh, I love you. <laughs> yeah that look oh yeah that's that whole moment where it's like he really seems like he turned the corner or whatever yeah. yeah and then he's just, it was just to fuck over butters and get the casa bonita it's the this might be like the most impressive performance cartman has had since got tenorman yeah no it really is yeah it, it really is how like wonderfully they thread the needle with like the outright sociopathy Oh man, I don't know. It's it's difficult. The God, the little look on Butters' face when like the construct, like the lady at the dump, is just like, just like, it just explains to him what's actually happening, and he just kind of looks down, and he just is like, ah, yeah, it's so perfect. God, poor Butters, poor yeah. Butters. It really, it's just even, it's uh it's tough because like I just all I've got to say is like every single aspect of this episode is perfect, and there's really like nothing I can change or nothing I can really even comment on because it's just like a a plus episode of tv yeah no it's just it's just one of the funniest things they've ever done like there's not a whole lot to get into on it it's just it's great yeah yeah so i guess that we'll have to wrap things up with 
butt out. So yeah, I I I said when when me and Spencer first got on the Discord call, I said to him that butt out felt like he wrote a South Park episode. Like this feels like his mean spirited. Like if he wants to write a really mean, hateful South Park episode, this is the one he writes. Yeah, because just the, just the shit he does. Uh, just the. Just the smoking stuff just ruined by this just fat, barely breathing asshole. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 um, yeah, this does feel like a very me episode. I, I often do, like, kind of get annoyed when people who eat fried food every day are just like, smoking is, like, one of the most evil things imaginable. It's, like, it's, like, the one of the scariest things in the world. And meanwhile, you're just compulsively yeah. eating Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, but, I, but I, it's also like a very funny take to be like smoking is not dangerous at all. It's actually the healthiest thing you can do, or whatever. Like, or, or like yeah, everybody being who has a little ever tongue smoked a cigarette was it. completely aware of the dangers. I think they're being like a little bit tongue in cheek about it. Like when they get to the factory and they're just like singing a Disney number, it's like I think they they know that they're like pushing too far in the opposite direction. But at the same time, there is like a naivete right. there where it's like I, I think that they're like a little too. They, they they don't really get the whole like the whole like personal responsibility thing about smoking doesn't really work because of how much money the tobacco company has. They are kind of correct though, because the anti-smoking lobby too, like, has so much money from like a lawsuit in like the nineties, I think. They got like I think like upwards of like a trillion dollars or something. And that's why there's like all these commercials, despite the fact that there's like no one who should really be like advocate, like there's probably no yeah. money be behind it. So I, I, I don't know. I yeah. think that like the, the way that they're kind of skewering it is, is justified at least. Sure. And yeah. And like, that is like my take on this, which is like, like that I'm coming at from the other side is not to say that like, any of those fucking anti-smoking ads are like should exist. Like, you know, when yeah. they throw in like the entire CGI budget of like one of the later Transformers movie into like making a gremlin who is made out of like cigarette butts or whatever. It's yeah. like, I don't care. Like, this is not how you fix that shit. Like you are actively making the problem worse by making every non like, you know, cigarette smoker look like an absolute fucking dork. But yeah. like it is, it's just very funny. Like, it is the height of like contrarianism. It feels like to be like to just come down on smoking yeah. cigarettes is actually not that bad for you. Yeah, it's it's Which, and that's just the funny thing to point. Yeah, out. Yeah, it really is. It really fucking is. And it, they do, they do their favorite. And the thing about smoking is like it makes you look cool. Yeah, like, yeah it does. That's the thing that nobody is willing to admit is that you smoke it because it looks awesome. Well, it looks awesome, and it genuinely yeah. does help relax you. Like it, it genuinely does fucking like calm you down. And obviously that that gets out of hand pretty fast, but you know it. Right. You know, I, I'm gonna say that like when I'm really, really fucking stressed out, there is absolutely nothing that will calm me down faster than like a beer and a cigarette. Right. Yeah, and like if you hate your teeth, like yeah, that'll help get rid of them. Like really. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Like, exactly. You, there are medical uses to it. Yeah. But it's just. Uh, yeah. It's it is just very funny. Like it, for someone who is like, or for people who are like known contrarians to end up on it, like being like cigarettes are actually good it feels like the jumping the shark moment on that you know yeah it, it is it really is i listened to the commentary track on it and they were kind of talking about how like we always sit in the smoking section in restaurants because people who smoke yeah. cigarettes are cool. yeah we just love breathing and smoke so much <laughs> yeah 
Honestly, um, they should they should bring back smoking diners. Like, look, I'm sorry, I yeah. I, I want to smoke cigarette while I eat really shitty no. pancakes. Like, I no, I, that they should. Yeah. it's. I mean, I I I think secondhand smoke probably like is not great for you, but like there has to be like at least one restaurant per town where you're allowed to smoke yeah. and eat like yeah the shittiest greasy food you've ever had. Yeah, no, like coffee and cigarettes and like you know chicken and waffles. Like, I want that. I'm sorry. I want, also, I want, also, I want to blast a cig while yeah. I drink coffee and eat something that will is somehow even worse than the cigarette I'm smoking for me. T- Ty, yeah. um, what, I, what I wanted to, uh, when you said a few minutes ago that, like, it also ruins your teeth oh, as a health, a health benefit. Yeah. Oh, I've been trying to get it in. Uh, is, <laughs> just imagine, like, <laughs> the fucking 22-year-old Zoomer who's like, yeah, I'm really into chewing tobacco. That's like my brand. That's Honestly, like half that, of I, every there are fucking Zoomers who are like, really Zoomers. into dip. Yeah. Zimmers fucking love yeah. yeah, like eating skull. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's no. like legitimately like a thing. Yeah, I've no, dip not. is yeah. really popular nowadays, I think. Um Okay. Yeah. I from what yeah. I've heard from people who do dip, it's like the buzz you get from it is fucking insane. So I'm not going to do that, though, because you don't look cool doing dip, and... Yeah, you look like you're eating, like, a pack full of chewing gum, and also, and also, within a year, you will have a fist-sized hole in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. I was going to say, like, chewing tobacco, it, you, you lose the biggest advantage of smoking, which is that, it lo- instead of go- looking it looks cool, dope. well, you don't, get the, you don't really get the stim on stuff, either, like, part of why smoking is good is because you get, yeah. like, the oral fixation. And like with chewing tobacco, right. you just have like, you just have a little turd in your mouth and you might get a good buzz from it, but it's not the same. Yeah. It's chewing tobacco feels like, like the wax of cigarettes or whatever, where it's like, yeah, it probably is like, it probably gets you there better, but also you look like a fucking dork. When yeah. You do it's that. like, it's like edibles. Like with edibles, it's just like, yeah. it's just too much. And you, you don't get the fun of it, which like smoking, smoking a joint is fun. Eating a cookie that yeah. tastes like dirt and then going to bed for four hours isn't quite as fun. Yeah, and then going to bed and having the worst dream of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seeing, feeling like seeing. you ha- feeling like you have a ghost in your arm for like <laughs> half a day. Yeah. yeah, getting all of the getting some like scary like fucking all, seeing everything from the really scary Winnie the Pooh movies is not not my ideal time. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. No. Yeah, it, believing it, that. Yeah, believing that your roommate is Jack Skellington for like six yeah. hours is no. But yeah. I. All of this to say that yes, it is funny that they made a smoking is good episode, but also every Denny's should let you smoke. Yeah. No. They don't. The yeah. only thing that they're wrong about this episode is that smoking is good. Everything else they say this episode yeah. is basically correct. And I do love how the anti-smoking advocates are like vampires. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. Eat this cupcake. Going, going, going up to like the CEO of Camel and being like, "Was this guy bothering you?" Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Wanted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they found an that, even though. crazy. They they found an even crazier. Uh, they found an even crazier Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> they found an even crazier Marlboro or Camel. I don't know. One of the smoking uh, mascots, folks. That that was a home run. I can't talk shit about Ty. This episode anymore. was like this episode was like if you went to Cirque du Soleil and at the end of it, all of the performers had died. <laughs> yeah. Except except for Andy, who's just like sitting there in the middle talking about how much he loves Five Guys. Yeah, Andy has sort of like has like a zenness to him where if he just 
He yeah. just doesn't swing, but he never misses. He can just sit there. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, we're so aspirational that like we make one bad joke and it's like falling 2000 feet. And Andy's just, Andy's just, you know, content to sit here and let us make fun of him until we eventually yeah. make absolutely And like when Andy makes a bad joke, we're it's just, the, he's playing the long game. Like exactly. when, when Andy, like when Andy makes a bad joke, it's just like, well, you know, good try, man. And then when yeah, Ty and I make a bad yeah. joke, we have to like. We have to it's take like sleeping pills. You're the dumbest pills. motherfucker on earth. <laughs> we have to take sleeping pills. <laughs> you should go to jail for that. And then when we make a good joke, we're like, "Yeah, that's cool." And then when Woo! Andy makes a good yeah, joke, awesome. it's like, "Holy shit, it's you like, saw a white rice. Holy shit, <laughs> you are the king yeah. of podcasting. <laughs> you are like yeah. if Mark Marin and the McElroy brothers were rolled up into one guy. Yeah, the best at podcasts. In the Midwest, they worship Andy like a god. <laughs> and, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, no. But folks, that that's gonna do it for our the uh, the pro smoking podcast. Um, we yeah. hope you had a yeah, smoking is dope. Yeah, smoking's fun. I, li- I like. If you're like an extremely short, like five foot two non-binary person who smokes, like hit me up. Yeah. If you're if you're six foot yeah. five and uh, if you're six foot five. If you're six foot five and have a smoker's voice, even though you're straight, up, <laughs> hit up. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up. Yeah. Um, but uh and if you're and if if you're amy rose hit up we're back in it we're back in it our slump is over folks All we're right. back in finally, it finally after two months of awful podcasting we're back to being mediocre all right see you next time yeah. <laughs> goodbye everyone bye goodbye And make us laugh and cry